0: Well, the question of whether climate change is real is one that people ask all the time, and one of the reasons it's complicated is because it isn't any one thing. But what we know is that as long ago as the 1960s and 70s, scientists predicted that if carbon dioxide in the atmosphere increased, we would expect changes in the Earth's climate. We would expect to see overall global warming, we'd expect to see Um, increase in extreme weather events, increase in flooding in some areas of the world, and things like spring coming earlier in the Northern Hemisphere. And all of those predictions have come true. So there's a pattern of change in the climate system and that pattern is consistent with what science tells us ought to be happening given the changes we've made to the atmosphere. Of course climate has always changed. We know there's been many changes in climate naturally throughout the history of the earth, but the changes we're seeing now are significant in two ways. First of all, they're happening very rapidly. Most of the historic geologic change that took place took, over the, took place over the time scale of thousands to tens of thousands of years. Now we're witnessing changes that are taking place on the scale of decades. So it's a much more rapid change, and it's the rapidity of the change which is really the cause for concern. Because if climate were changing over a thousand or two thousand or ten thousand years, humans would have plenty of time to adjust and respond. But if it's happening rapidly over the scale of decades, That's a scale that we're not used to adjusting to. The proof of climate change is one of the most tricky and complicated questions that scientists have to face. And One of the things that makes climate science difficult is that there's no one thing that constitutes the proof of global warming. What constitutes the demonstration of global warming is the range, the pattern, all of the different things that are happening that are consistent with the predictions of climate models. The confusion over climate science is the subject of my recent book with Eric Conway, Merchants of Doubt. And we were trying to answer the question, why are so many people confused about this issue? And again, it isn't just one thing, but one of the important reasons people are confused is because people have been trying to confuse us. So in the book we document a pattern that goes back to the late 1980s of a systematic attempt to challenge the scientific evidence of global warming for political and ideological reasons. The Merchants of Doubt begin with a group of physicists who had been active in Cold War weapons and rocketry programs who were very, very strongly anti-communist. And when the Cold War ended, these physicists found it very difficult to lay down their arms. They were like generals who couldn't stop fighting the battle. And so they found a new enemy. And that new enemy was environmentalism, which they feared would lead to excessive government regulation, which in turn would be a kind of slippery slope to socialism, a kind of back door to socialism. So they began to challenge the scientific evidence And not just on global warming, but on acid rain, the ozone hole, and even on the harms of tobacco. And of course it's that larger pattern of challenging science which in a way gives away that it wasn't really about the science. It wasn't about some particular problem in climate science. It was a kind of broader ideological and political program. Institutions like the Aquarium are hugely important for two reasons. First of all because You are experienced in dealing with the public and talking to ordinary people, teachers, school children. Most research scientists, bless their hearts, but they're just not often very effective in communicating to the public. So I think organizations like the aquarium, museums, natural history societies, zoos are hugely important because you know how to speak to ordinary people and also because ordinary people are really interested in nature. People love fish. People love zoos, you know, people go to aquariums and zoos all the time on Saturday and pay money. So it's an opportunity to reach people in an area where there's interest, where there's a kind of natural affinity, and where people get it, because if we can speak to people about what climate change means for fish, for the oceans, for animals, for endangered species, then I think people begin to understand why this issue really is so important and what's at stake and what could be lost if we don't do something about it.